selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first realized store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Love Hour podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and, and I'm here with... Your co-host, Kev on stage, riding co-pilot to the captain, Miss Kev on stage. We'll see how long. Three episodes in now, so... Don't say numbers because we don't know what order we're going to sh- release them. Ah, true. We've recorded three. This might be the one that's released 20 years from now, though. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to start off with my Audible recommendation. Okay. I finished um, Becoming by Michelle Obama last week, I think. Yes. Um, it's a wonderful book. Great book. If you haven't get, got it, I definitely recommend getting it. And um, if you haven't gotten it, I definitely recommend audio listening to it because it is phenomenal to hear her voice in this book it's just a great 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 read um so today i want to recommend esther perel where do we begin it is a podcast you've actually listened to some of her is this the lady who does the um she does the couples yes so she's like a couples counselor she's like a renowned world-renowned couples counselor and um they basically record the audio for different sessions Mm -hmm. and she's had a bunch of different seasons but the most recent one is called let me look it up the arc of love where do we begin the arc of love and instead of having multiple episodes it's like one long i think it's like two hours i don't actually remember how long it is and they just string the episodes together so instead of them coming out one by one you just download the entire thing and then you just listen to them and she is a phenomenal um counselor she just the way she thinks about things the way she says things just everything about her is just really really good um she does have a couple books out i've tried reading one of them I, i bought like two or three of her books one of them is like mating in captivity i think is the name of it i didn't like it that much. <laughs> what if she hears this? I know. I'm sorry, Esther. <laughs> I think she's phenomenal to listen to. Um, I just couldn't get behind it. I'm going to try it again to see maybe if my mind 
said is different if I go back to it. But at the time, I was just like, I think that it was more like scientific right. than like just a relatable read. And yes. that's why I was like, eh, no. Um, but listening to her on Audible is absolutely fantastic. And I definitely recommend that. And it is only available on Audible. So check that out. I don't need to go ahead and give you affiliate link. I'm trying to say that I think Audible is fantastic because I be busy and don't nobody got time to sit down and read a book. No, you're right. So I think it's great for that cleaning the house, commuting, doing whatever it is you have to do. And you, you want to like read, but you right. don't literally have the time to read. This yes. gives you that opportunity. So I think it's fantastic. Shout out to Esther Perel. Esther Perel. Esther Perel. She's French, right? I believe so. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. I like it. I yeah, like she's it. great. Okay. So now we're going to move into a new segment called this or that. This or that with Kevin Liss. You don't think jingles are good? No, I think jingles are great. I just think that jingle was not. This or that with Kevin Liss. <laughs> <laughs> this or that. Okay. So the good this or that or question that. is orange juice or apple juice? I know how you feel. Apple juice all day. Orange juice is, is not good. First of all, you can't make no mimosa with apple juice. That's actually true. That's the only time mimosa. I mean, mimosa. That's the only time orange juice is useful. Other than that, it's useless. Orange juice it's is too tart for the morning. No, it's not. It's what they. It has too much pulp. Are you going to let me talk or are you just going to do no. all the talking? Okay, go. Orange juice is what they not put Not good on... after you brush your teeth. <laughs> no juice is good after you brush your teeth. But apple especially juice orange juice is not good yeah. after you brush your teeth because it's very acidic. It is. And apple juice. Are you juice, adjusting me? I'm adjusting your volume and I'm actually glad I have the headphones in because. Was I too loud? I got too excited. When you yelled, I, I needed to adjust. And uh, shout out to Joshy Gons. He was he shooting today. He is never here. He's working, man. Oh, he is working. So we had to learn how to do this podcast on our own. Shout out to us, though. We bought a mic system. We got lights. We got a, um, a Zoom H6 recorder. And we are uploading our podcast and hosting it ourselves, which is great. But back to the topic at hand. Orange juice is what they put on the table as part of a complete breakfast. They don't put apple juice on the table when oh, they have part of a true. complete breakfast. When they're in movies in and movies TV. And breakfast commercials. It's just because it's orange juice is the OG of breakfast juice. And why is that? Because, because it's, it's just been around the longest. No, Doesn't mean it's the best. It's the most quintessentially tied juice to breakfast i'm not disagreeing what that's we, because it no, tastes better no 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 it's so, not just for no reason So what you're doing is conflating two different things no i'm you not are conflating the idea of something being the oldest with something being the best and those two things don't have to mutually coexist I orange agree with juice you. can be quintessential orange juice can be the <laughs> oldest orange juice can be the grandfather of breakfast drinks it is not the best. That's the thing, though. Where's my gavel? Usually, Where's those things gavel? are like that because they are the best. Grapefruit juice been around? Is grapefruit on the table? Grapefruit saying Is good. anybody selling fresh squeezed apple juice as much as they are fresh squeezed orange juice? Have because you ever tried to squeeze juice out of an apple? Again, these are all factors Do that don't matter in apple consideration juice when of they're taste. Sick? When they're Can sick, we do they drink apple to juice? the... Because orange juice has more vitamin C, that makes it better. Orange Again, taste. Is... Again, taste. Again, taste. Orange juice tastes Again, better. Taste. All right. So uh, let we're us know the results. What, what you think because, and actually, if we're being quite honest, my preference is pineapple juice. But pineapple true. juice is only, only available. So, first of all, 
well, how are you going to make an argument for the oldest drink, which is orange juice, and then say pineapple? And pineapple is the infant toddler of breakfast juice. Pineapple juice is the Kendrick Lamar of juices. It's the newest of the game, but it's already an instant classic. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> it was a great analogy. <laughs> I wanted to say so much about apple juice, but I couldn't think. I know what apple juice is. Okay. Apple juice is Michael Jackson. How? I don't know. You <laughs> just wanted to say that. If anything, apple juice is Beyonce. It would go against orange juice. Who is Michael Jackson? The quintessential great that you would try to unseat. I would almost apple. see that. You're going with all my analogies. You just ain't going with the right flavor. Oh, no. You're because you need to join the winning team, which is apple juice. We're moving on. All right. Moving on. Okay. So today that has yeah. been this or that with Kevin Liss. If you have a jingle, send it. Uh, uh, that's uh, terrible. <laughs> Um, so the topic today, Kevin, is okay. a question that we get quite often, actually, which people want to know how we balance being married to each other when you are a dreamer and I am a planner. I think people want to hear from you more first, because I feel like it's harder to be married to a dreamer than it is to be married to a planner. It's I think that if you are the opposite, it's hard for both sides. What do you mean? If so you're a dreamer and a planner? As a planner, it's hard being married to a dreamer. As a dreamer, it's hard being married to a planner. Okay, I agree with that. I agree with that. Because it's hard being married to you. Hello? When I be dreaming, you be over whatever reality. What about the What about the bill? Or if it don't work? What about the What about the But that has come in handy a lot of times. I so. was about to say, you're not going to play me because you just be like, <laughs> how much can we possibly make? $1 million? That is what we're going to make with no <laughs> alternative, no possibility of anything going wrong. We're going to make all the money. The best case scenario every single time. We're batting on 100. Yes, that is exactly how I approach the world. And then that's also not life. And if we work together, it works out. So tell me. You wind up somewhere in the middle. Yes. So what is it like being married to me, the dreamer? Okay, so being married to a dreamer as a planner is, it is the best experience. It is the most challenging experience. And then it is also the scariest experience. Why so? Um, okay, so the best because it challenges me in ways that I never would have challenged myself. Right. It 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 forces you to step outside of your natural comfort zone, even to a point where if I were to step outside of my comfort zone, mm -hmm. the stepping out I would do would not intersect with the stepping out that you would have to right do. right okay that a big sense. a big step for you is it's, a tiny step for me well no not just that although there's validity in what you're saying but a big step for me is a different big step for you what do you mean so like what's a big step for you a big step from in the a planning world would be like going out for a promotion walking away from one job to another job for a bigger job title. But only when that second job is already secured. Yeah, but that's still a scary thought. No, no, but I'm just making sure. Yeah, You're yeah. not saying I'm quitting my current job while I find a new job. No, You're no, saying no, 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 no. I'm going to go out for a promotion within my current company mm -hmm. or I'm going to look for a new job outside of my company, but I would never leave. Mm -hmm. And for me, a, a, a big step is quitting my job. Right. With, and, so, and not even looking for a new job. Right. And what I'm saying is... Those can be equally scary. Yes. Um, but as a planner, your option is nothing that would even cross my like my purview. Like that's not like an option. It never crossed your mind to quit your job. Mm. 
ever. Mm-mm. So how did you do it when you just did it this time? Well, first of all, let me finish my thoughts. Okay. Before you derail I'm cu- me. That's actually was a great analogy because I never would have like going out for a promotion is for me. It's just like, bro, I deserve this. Don't that's not even a thought. I wouldn't even think about that. Yeah. And I it. get that too. But leaving, it's just like when you left Bank of America to go to Key Bank, you didn't have nerves associated no. with like leaving. I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying that. And you know what? I should have. Yes, you should have. I should have because I don't know if that's naive, if that's arrogance or if that's probably arrogance and naive naivete. What I didn't even contemplate, which I should have. I went from a first of all, a a nationally recognized bank Mm -hmm. in Bank of America Mm -hmm. and a bank in a prime location. Yes. To a regional bank. Absolutely. In a remote less than prime location. And. If I'm being in retrospect, it's pretty clear. Uh, what I excelled at was talking to people because they were already coming into the bank. Mm-hmm. Foot traffic. That foot traffic. Every, you know, in, in, in the Lakewood branch, it was all military people. Me being a military background, I spoke that language. I killed. Mm-hmm. The mall, Tacoma Mall location, it was just, you know, regular everyday people, which I was one of those as well. But the bottom line is, there's a hundred people that come into the bank a day. So if there's nobody coming to my desk, so you're easily able to capitalize off the my skill amount set. of people. Because what specifically are you saying is your skill set? My skill set is being able to talk to people. People buy things from people that they like. Right. Now, what I did not care to do at either company was, was actually work. Was actually work, which is pick up the phone, follow up, stay late. Go on call. Which is the banking industry. Really? It's not. It wasn't at Bank of America. Bank of America was such a behemoth. You didn't have to <clears throat> do those you. things. I got you. And I never had to do those things. I my, did have to do those things at the bank. See, my managers, we didn't have to do that. All the other branches, even within Bank of America. To was, be honest, you were at a very busy, even the Lakewood branch of Key Bank was very busy. Right. So had I gone there, I would have been cool. So what I didn't anticipate and didn't think about by the time I realized it, it was entirely too late. Because I'm out here in Spanaway like, man, nobody even comes in here. And you know what? Honestly, the difference, again, this is another key difference, is that we knew you were going to get fired. Like, you're on a performance improvement plan. Wait, wait, later on. Not when I first took no, the job. No, not when you first Because the way you just said, like, we knew you were going to get fired. No, 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 the day no, no. you walk in there. I mean, there. you lasted like a year. About that. Um, <laughs> but once you were on that performance improvement plan and we knew you were like on your way out. I was out, 90 days to get fired from the moment I. Okay. So as a planner, my thought was, which I was so frustrated that you didn't do this. Why aren't you looking for a new job? Like, why aren't you applying at other? Are you about to go rob a bank? No. <laughs> <laughs> this hat is so dumb and I'm just going to wear it for this podcast. Is and my head is so. No, Listen, I, I just like wearing hats in dumb ways. Way too long trying to fix this thing. And now I've given up. So if it's wrong, don't roast me. Um, <laughs> those are those of you who are watching us on YouTube or Facebook. Those of you who are listening, just know you can also watch us on YouTube and Facebook. If that's your thing. If not, but if can, you're not for can, clarity, I have a head wrap on and it took me way too long to put it on. And it, it still doesn't look the way I want it to look. But I asked for help and basically everybody was like, first of all, you need more material. Second of all, you should have tied it like this. And third of all, do all these things. And I didn't do the things. So this but is you did sweep with. your edges in there tight. I did. I had to tuck them because they were child. <laughs> I'm going to get better because I do like this look. Like, I think it's super cute and super sleek and super stylish. It just is more work. We digress. We're back. Um, 
You were so upset at me. Yeah, I was so upset at you because I didn't understand why you wouldn't start looking for a new job immediately. I didn't understand why you weren't applying for jobs immediately. And I'm like, okay, we know this is coming. Like, why don't you get a new job? You know what? Even and you at were that like, time, no, this is my opportunity to go do stand up. And I was like, no, it's not. And that was like a tent. That is a legitimate clash. Yes. Between being a planner and a dreamer. Clash. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. I think in that my is mind, character study. What you want to directly impacts and impacts yes. what I want. And the truth of the matter is, I don't think I was even being honest with you. Because, you weren't. Or even myself. We've been talking about this a lot just in our relationship. Uh, Melissa's been frustrated with me uh, recently because she's saying you're not, you know, opening up and being vulnerable to me and all that stuff. But I think when you're a dreamer, you don't even let doubt come in at all. So to acknowledge that you are scared is to acknowledge is it that it might not work. a dreamer or is it also like compounded by the fact that you are also a male? I think it's definitely compounded by the fact that I'm a male. I, I believe I, and, and what I say by male is historically men are uh, charged with providing for the family. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is if I say in my head, I'm scared, this might be difficult, then I'm allowing myself to accept defeat. And that I just can't, cannot do. And it's such an interesting perspective. I was listening to watching a TV show or something. And um, I'm trying to remember what it was. And the girl didn't want, it was Creed. Yes. It was Creed too. It was Creed. And he was like, I'm sorry if I'm ruining this movie. Um, Spoiler alert. Yes, spoiler alert. If you don't like this, skip skip forward. Yeah. Um, But the baby's mom his what fiance b yes bianca. i couldn't think of her that's her name bianca is deaf and so they have this baby and he's afraid or they're trying to figure out if the baby is also deaf and sylvester sylvester stallone is asking creed you know how do you feel are you nervous about the baby the results of the baby being deaf and he's like no it's going to be okay and he's like well what if it's not he's like i can't think like that and and, so, and Rocky's like, you have to. Yes. And I think that sometimes that difference in outlook, that's a fundamental difference in outlook right. between a planner and a dreamer. I don't think that planning for the just in case is accepting defeat. I don't think that planning, having a plan B or a black backup plan is pre- preparing for failure. Mm-hmm. I think it is proper planning. And I... I I, I will say that I disagreed early in our marriage that we've kind of evolved on this topic. Mm-hmm. When you, when, when we were first married or early in our marriage, when I was dreaming even more naive than I did <laughs> later, <laughs> I took your planning as lack of support. Yes. Even when what you were that saying. That was hard. Yeah, I bet. That was hard for, for me a lot because you feel stifled in your thoughts. You feel stifled in your words. Like you can't say and express how you really feel for fear of being looked at as unsupportive. Right. So did you um, not express your feelings for that? Yes. And you feel. So when you said something, you were like, I I at least have to say this. Yes. Or you get like fed up or you feel (laughs) irresponsible. Let me ask you about this because I know how you feel now, but I totally disregarded your feelings. Early playmaker days. We got that business credit card. $10,000. $10,000. We ran it up in a matter of half of a year. Mm-hmm. What were the, and now mind you, it took us years. 
I to pay that off. Literally never said a word about that until you came to the realization that it was dumb. <laughs> that was a long time though. I know. I know. Because so what did you do with I, those feelings? Had I said something <laughs> earlier, it would have been a constant non-stop argument yeah because i felt that it was irresponsible i felt that it was foolish it was stupid it was like you guys did that on a lot of like <laughs> hopes I, i'm gonna give you some examples of the stuff we did went to jacarius johnson's miami uh play convention and flew all three, flew of, you three guys. of us there we hotel stayed in one rooms. room stayed in one room well, but smart. hotel room we rented a volkswagen Food. but here's the thing that was the dumbest of all okay the plates for this dinner were 500 dollars each give me three of them bad boys <laughs> three flights and the dumbest thing about it was a we barely got to shake Jacarius Johnson's hand. I think we handed him a DVD. That went nowhere. Yeah. But we didn't have any plan. We just went to go. But more importantly, we didn't have any plan to play the credit card back. That and wasn't even like a business venture. Like, okay, we're going to spend $1,500 worth of t-shirts. We'll sell them yes. at $20 and make X, whatever the and math is. And that was the most frustrating part. We just thought a was... handshake was going to lead to him funding our play and as a planner that is the most irresponsible thing to do <laughs> let me rack up a ten thousand dollar credit card bill as if it's liquid cash mm -hmm. literally without a plan to pay it back and so then what happens is you guys go off and have all these plans and nothing nothing works. comes to nothing, yeah, nothing that works. we put on that credit card amounted to Anything, Anything but interest. Child, yes. And so who ends up paying that back? Where does that money come out of? Well, I, I we paid it back. No, no, no. I understand that. What I'm saying is, even if it's like, oh, Kev now has a YouTube and I'm going to pay it out of there, which is kind of what ended up happening. Yeah. It's still money that is from our household. And even so when you guys... I, did, I, I added an expense without even consulting you. Exactly. Right. And even when you guys came to um, a, a huge sum of money later and we had to pay it off again, that's money that we could have used. We could have saved. We could have done mm -hmm. other things, too. And instead, I'm literally stuck because I'm concerned about, you know, our credit score paying this credit card. We paid it off. on time every month. though. Yeah, we did. And it was and tough years. I want to say we didn't pay it off till 2013. We probably carried that for five, six years. Me, Easy. Jay, and Ann. And that was the problem of three dreamers and three planners. I think uh, all of our wives at the time mm -hmm. were planners. And all three of us dreamers, either A, not consulting our wives, or B, disregarding. Dis completely disregarding. Because, and they always felt, and that's the heart. I mean, if anybody is truly out there as a dreamer and married to a planner, the hardest thing is honestly having that conversation and ensuring that the planner's views aren't looked at as being unsupportive because that it it's hurtful. You feel stifled. You feel like you can't speak mm -hmm. and and you want to and not out of like, I don't trust. I don't believe, but more out of like, 
I'm scared. And if this doesn't work, it impacts not just you. Yeah. At this point, we had the boys, we had a mortgage, like all of these things are going on through my mind. And it's like, how do I say this is dumb without hurting? <laughs> Como se dice this is dumb in English? That's stupid old dumbo. <laughs> Literally. And that's fresh. It was very, very um, frustrating. And to be honest, it's something that stems even to this day, which honestly is a different podcast topic, which is what I was just thinking. You should about. write it down while you have your phone um, right in front of you, since you're such a planner. <laughs> you're about to get punched. I'm gonna have a dream about the episode. Um, the <laughs> other thing is, hold on, where do I want to write it though? Podcast ideas, podcast topics. Um, is the because a man's ego is so fragile, this is another you love thing. Saying that, child, it becomes more and more real to me. You love saying that man ego fragile. Women, I'm gonna I'm tell you the truth. It is, and I'm gonna tell you the other part about it. Not only is, it's just but hold on, let me finish my thought. Teddy bear with the wig on it just caught my eye. It's so funny. Okay, finish your thought. Um, let me tell you why it's so hard to have be a man with a fragile ego. No, I think that men have fragile egos. But no. what, and I'm going to tell you why it's hard as a woman. Because a lot of times we are just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, not meaning to hurt feelings. Oh, and so when we do, we oh. end up feeling like, well, what can I say? Listen, I'm going to tell you an example. You probably noticed this that day because we got into it over this. Me and Melissa are, are learning how to vlog on YouTube. Okay, I thought because I've watched a lot of vlogs on YouTube, it was a skill that I could do easily. It turns out it's the great vloggers of the YouTube. Timothy Timothy De La Ghetto, personally my favorite. Gabe and Babe, also very good favorites. They're probably my favorite couple. Tim's probably my favorite solo. They do such a good job at vlogging, you don't realize that there's a certain science to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So our first vlog just... Did not work out. It's up on and my it, channel. You should check it it's out. It's up on Miss Miss Kev on stage it's on YouTube. All of eight minutes, and it is. It's so frustrating that it didn't work out because we literally went to a Bruno Mars concert. We flew to Italy. It should have been the perfect intro vlog. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Melissa kind of told me what the issue was, and I agree. So our second vlog um, is much better. Will be much better. It's not up yet, and. I don't know if you said this to me, to yourself, but last week or two weeks ago, you go, this vlog sucks and the the way you do it is dumb or the way you did it was dumb. Something like that. You, you said this vlog sucks for sure. Okay. So this is what I recall saying. You remember this day? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I believe I said, because at this point I was frustrated. I've you been were trying you, to. Mel- Melissa was editing it to it. I was way. editing it and I was, had been editing it for a few weeks and I was frustrated because a good vlog is, it's just a story. Yes. There's a story that you're telling. This is where I was. These are the things that I did. I had such a good time. The end. Mm-hmm. And without those pieces, you end up just having like this, these random scenes strung together right which is what i felt like our vlog was and some of it was like fun and then some of it was just kind of like look at this scenery and so what i said was it was i may have said it sucked but ultimately what i was saying was um i said it was boring you said it was boring that's what i said that's the word and 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 me being the charismatic individual i am 
to be called boring? Boring? Because I was I was carrying the load talent-wise on the vlog, doing all sure. the talking, right? So I took that as, Kevin, you are boring on camera. And that is, my friend, is the struggle between men and women. So let I'm, me tell you the rest of the story. Okay, tell them the rest of the story. So I go in my office, pouting, close the door. Good for you. Putin in there too. I wanted to stink. I only want you to come in here. <laughs> and also I'm doing research. I start watching a whole bunch of Tim's vlogs. I start watching a whole bunch of uh, Gabe and Babe's vlog. I watch Latoya Forever's vlog and I'm in there for a couple hours. Right. And I'm like, these people, can't, they're not more fun than me. Sure. And they didn't do that. And the thing that was tripping me out is they were just, they didn't go to regular Italy, yep. and they found a way to make everyday life. So interesting. Sure. Right. Melissa finally comes in because I actually end up, I was watching a whole bunch. Then I kind of got tired of pouting and I was just looking on Instagram, like playing them and also just looking at my phone. Melissa comes in there after she, she took a shower and this I know I was mad. Anytime Melissa takes a shower, if she turns the shower on, <laughs> whatever I'm doing, I'm like Monterey Jack. Uh, <laughs> we taking a shower. I'm hopping in. Let's go. Cause you know, I mean, I like her. So I'm going I'm to take the opportunity every time I get it. This time I was so upset. She turned the shower on. I don't know if you did it on purpose. No. Darn. Well, she turned the shower on. I'm trying like, to take a shower when I want to take a shower. You turned the shower on, and I was like, "Nope, <laughs> I ain't going. I'm gonna stay here, musty. I'm not gonna get in there, and ain't nothing she can say that's gonna make me go in there. I'll take it as soon as she gets done. Then I'll take my shower <laughs> in the cold water. I'm proving a point. <laughs> so I didn't get in the shower. Maybe an hour after she gets out of the shower. Maybe, no, actually, right after you got out of the shower, you came in the towel. And then I was like, ooh, you dumb. Because you was glistening by the shoulders. And I was just like, I don't miss the chance to see her naked. That's, <laughs> and for what? To make a point to who? Look at her shoulders. But I held my angry ground. I was like, no, I'm not giving her nothing. It, hold it. So you came in here. And what are you doing? This is how, I'm not saying this is how you say stuff. This is how it is inter- interpreted by my mind. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? watching some vlogs <laughs> the way you rolled your eyes they should have fell out of your head <laughs> you were just like <sighs> it was a whole rainbow you just turned around and you huffed and puffed then when you left i was like now what because <laughs> i i want to take it and i knew i wasn't getting the draws that night like i just knew we was beefing for the rest of the night. And that was, and the thing I didn't actually thought about this a little while after you left, you were in the vlog too. Yes. So I was like, and may, I was like, she, if she's critiquing anything, she's including herself yes. in the vlog. And that is so the frustration. Why, I didn't know why I was taking it so personally. I'm literally not saying, <laughs> Kevin, you are boring. And here's a, I'm going to tell you how dumb it is. And it, it is dumb. I'm taking it as you are boring, not just in the vlog. Like my whole feelings was her like, am I funny comedian? Does she like my jokes? Does she like my video? Does she like when I was there? Men get on my nerves. <laughs> oh, you mean men? You, you should say and man. All the men's. Man, you shouldn't be known about nobody other men's all ego. Because in this regard, men and women are so fundamentally different. And the other thing about it is, okay, two things. Number one, I'm in the vlog with you. That's number one. But number two, it was also a possible critique of my editing skills. I thought editing about that afterwards. Cre- cre- also helps to create a story. Yes. 
And so I, I don't, I mean, I've edited makeup videos, but I've never edited a vlog. Right. And so that was new to me as well. So I'm like, how do I make this fun? How do I make this pop? Like, this is new to me. So I'm, if anything, it was more about my editing skills. But in addition, I'm like, we're, we didn't do a good job creating the story. Right. And to me, that's, we should think about <laughs> this more um, consciously the next time we go about vlogging. It's literally not just turning on the camera. And capturing. Know, and capturing And it moments. goes to show, if, even if you're in Italy and at Bruno Mars concert, if you don't know how to tell a story, it's going to be that's boring. that's all I was saying. Well, the funny and I was, thing is. Hold on, though. Okay. Because this is the other thing, though, I was frustrated. is because With I'm the like, vlogger me. With you. Because I'm just like, why don't you just say... This is how I took what you said. So I can say, that's not what I meant. I'm gonna tell, and this was the ego thing I was going to tell you about. The hard thing for men to do for whatever reason is to, you, it's very hard for a man, me, I'm going to speak for myself, but actually other men have said mm -hmm, this. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say what you said hurt my feelings. Most of the time, we just have hurt feelings. But that <laughs> statement is deemed as weak. How can we create a new way to say this? We got to go to society. It's society. It's no. not you. It's not you think I'm weak. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to talk about society. I want to talk about you and me. How can we create I don't a want you to see me in the way society. I won't, actually. And this is the other thing about this, men. This is key, okay? Mind blown. Listen. <laughs> when you say those things, that is intimacy. When you say, the, like, you hurt my feelings? Yes. That Intimacy level... is sex. No. I told you that listen in episode to one. That is intimacy. This is how you interpret intimacy? Yes. That is such a deeper level of intimacy to have a conversation and get clarity at the end. Your wife will feel so connected because now what was once this, this like chasm between a chasm, chasm, chasm. Yep. Uh, what was you know, 30 minutes ago, this chasm between us of misunderstanding, we've now have been able to close and come to an understanding. Yeah. That's closeness. That's intimacy. Right. That's connection. And that's what women want. And when you aren't able to like be vul through vulnerability is intimacy. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have that, it just makes it hard to connect. And that's all women want. And so it's frustrating when you're like, so now what do we do? Like, and it's like, it's not even what I meant. So now how do I say what I want to say without hurting your feelings? And I'm not even trying to hurt your feelings. It'd be one thing if I was like, oh, he's about to get it. When he comes in here, I'm about to go off. I'm about to read him. It's about to be on and popping. Versus another way to be like, I'm frustrated with this vlog. It's stupid. It's boring. We don't know what we're doing. And you're like, I'm not funny. <laughs> It's like we can't win. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you because we what fourteen years into marriage, mm. I'm barely able to identify those feelings, and not even able to always articulate them. Yes, I I identified that much. I'm see the thing is I didn't even identify that in the moment. Like Which, in the moment so, that it happened. Yeah, yeah. So, to a certain degree, I think that's actually a little bit fair. It is a skill to really be um, introspective and be able to identify and then articulate 
what is wrong with you in the moment. Right. And men, we don't have a lot of experience identifying our feelings and then explaining those feelings mm -hmm. um, articulately to a woman yeah. or a man. You definitely don't talk to your boy. You know what I'm saying? I was with my wife, okay? <laughs> she said, I'm born and I took that vulnerably as a man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I took it personally. My my boys ain't, that's yeah. not what's happening in the group chat. Yeah. We're talking about Nothing. LeBron. And did you hear me freestyle <laughs> with fun? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, we don't really have, and we don't go to therapy generally. So you really just don't have experience. Women do that with each other it's all true. the time. So it's easier to identify. And even if I do identify that feeling, I don't want to tell you. Yeah, but I need you to. I'm working on it. I ain't going to hold you. It's, it's hard to do a lot of those things. Um, so I can imagine like people who are young and married, like you have to basically, the advice here is get into the habit. And women, I promise you, if you take advantage of that man's vulnerability oh, yes. and throw it in his face, it's a wrap. He'll you will remember when you was crying. Remember you? Oh, my feelings are hurt. You'll never get it again, and the next woman probably won't either. That's true. I'm That's not saying point. you should keep a man to ruin him for the other people, but I promise you, you have one time. Because luckily, Melissa has never thrown anything back in my face, especially, and I still have difficulty. I know that's so interesting, but I I think it is just. Being a man. It's a lot of things that have nothing to do with you, Melissa yeah, Fredericks. Sure. But had you ever thrown it in my face? Forget about it. You'll never. All right, bet. Bet. I saw this funny tweet. Carlos Miller said, and he said, men can't even admit they got hurt when they get cheated on. They just say all women are hoes and die at 45 from high blood pressure. <laughs> it's, so it's so true, though. We just will hold that in and have health issues and never be like, man, she cheated on me and it really hurt my feelings. I cried a little bit. <laughs> I didn't want to admit I cried with Tahir called me on the phone when he when I had to let him go. So admitting stuff to you? No. So let me tell you about what it's like to be married to a planner. Okay. Oh my gosh, we've only done half of this. Do we need to do a part one and part two? No. Okay. People like long podcasts. Y'all let us know if y'all like long podcasts. I know they do because podcasts be long. I'd be trying to hold this down to 30 Melissa minutes. Melissa wants to hold this to 30 minutes. And I think if you are listening to our podcast on the regular, I think that if you are listening only two hours is fine. I think if you are trying to watch, that is a long time to catch. But here's what you're attention. assuming. You're assuming that people who are watching are sitting here staring into our face watching. What they are more likely doing is playing this at work and playing it in the background while they do work. They're not just sitting but here staring at our face. Picture, if I see a You're also assuming that everybody consumes content the way you do. Yes. I do. sat at Boeing for eight hours with nothing to do. Yeah, but and, you stared at your phone. And let me tell you another thing I do. When I pack orders, I throw on the Breakfast Club interviews, which are like an hour, and I just listen to them. And I don't even look at the screen. The viewers, the views and plays, will they don't have to tell us. <laughs> I can look at the views and say when people, that's a good thing about this. I think people who like this podcast or video will watch it. It's not for everybody. Sure. So you're not going to stumble upon it and w listen for an hour. You're going to search for it and you're going to watch it and you're going to like it. Okay. And that this video option is really just for people who can't who would rather do it on video. Okay. And also because Facebook and YouTube actually pay you and Apple and all the podcast stuff, they don't pay you for listening. <laughs> so the longer it is, the you more times to, people, no, I'm telling them the truth because I want y'all to listen all the way through the end. <laughs> Support us. Let this video play. 
<laughs> this is how you keep getting free content. This is how you support people without having to pay us. So anyway, um, so that's why they're going to be long. And also, I don't, I don't, I like to just talk freely. We can chop it down later. But if it's all on the same conversation, I think it works. And we were kind of talking about this a little bit. So I don't have as much to say as you. Got it. So what is hard about being married to a planner is sometimes I just want you to say, okay, I trust you. I'll do it. And I want you to say that early in the process before the plan is even clear. <laughs> Let's both quit our jobs. Okay, Kevin. Okay, bye. <laughs> How are you going to pay? I don't know nothing else specific. Don't ask me no specific. <laughs> quit your job with me and trust me. I don't care. I know the rent's due next month. I don't know how I'm going to get it. Quit oh your job and God. don't have no job with me. Everything inside of me is screaming right now. <laughs> That's what we want. Now, uh, to be honest, we talked, we touched on this earlier when Melissa and I were early married, those play days, it was real. I took, okay, this is how, like, I'm almost embarrassed that I felt like this, but it's true. I want you to feel every, what, Tony Baker? Every piece. Feel every piece of this embarrassment. Feel every piece of that embarrassment. Tell your story and then be embarrassed. (laughs) Melissa was our stage manager when we did our plays in college. Stage manager is basically the person who runs the show. They call the actors in. They keep the time. They call the light cues. Literally, they are they run everything. She was amazing. She was tough. She was fair. She was firm. People loved her, but they also respected her. The birth of my oldest, Zayzay, our oldest, happened. She told me, Kev, I can't really stage manage this next play because... You know, Zayzay, it's wintertime. You guys rehearsing. I, A, don't want to keep taking them out in the cold. And B, I can't really focus and do these jobs when I have him. And it's more of a distraction and I can't do a good job. When I tell you I thought this woman didn't care about me no more. (laughs) Oh, you going to take care of this baby? Where was this baby at when I was loving you? (laughs) Whose baby is this even? Oh, it's my son now. (laughs) Oh, he looked just like me now. Oh, this is my son. I want you to be at rehearsal. I don't care about this, baby. Let him catch pneumonia. Oh, my God. I took it so personally that uh, she don't even care about the play. I remember telling Jay, well, listen, don't even care, bro. All she's talking about is this baby she had. All she want to do is mother him, mother him, this and that. Change his diaper every day. He don't even know where he's at. My head wrap is giving me a headache. (laughs) I told you to do this in a do-rag. So I couldn't, this is one thing I realized much later. I missed the shift from Melissa, the single wife to Melissa, the mother. Mm -hmm. I missed that. You took that, you know, character, character change. We're we're, we're working on web series. So we keep talking about character, but I, it wasn't so overt to me that you were now prioritizing motherhood over Mm -hmm. anything else. And to be honest, it's not overt to a woman either. Really? Mm -mm. It's you think character. And I had this thought, so I'm happy we're actually having this conversation because this is how I imagine it playing out for me as well. Mm -hmm. That's how it should play out for these characters. You think along with your husband, nothing's going to (laughs) change. Hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) How dumb is that? It is. But you don't know different. You don't. So you don't understand (laughs) the change. So I'm going to have this whole baby human whole extra life and forget the hormonal part. No, just 
and nothing's going to change. I'm going to continue to go to work and have as much fervor and passion as I did before. <laughs> I'm also going to be able to be as agile and move as quickly as I did before. Physically. Physically. Pure physical. That's all I'm talking about. So right. I'm going to go home. I can pick myself up something quick. I can go to this practice. I can do this. I can yeah. do that. And it is no big deal. Then you have this baby and you're suddenly like, hold up. You had a C-section on top of all that. I did. But even after you're healed and like that's no longer an issue, you could be four months removed from that. And like just assuming everything is kind of quote unquote back to normal. Right. Um, You're still not as agile as you were before. You mm -hmm. have to pack a bag. You have to ensure, you know, a baby bag. Ensure yep. everything is done. You, If you're going to leave the house, you want to make sure they're fed. You want to make sure they're changed. You want to make sure they're in good mood. So when you get in the car, they're not screaming in the background. Right. And sometimes you're just like, I don't want to put this kid through that. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't have the mental capacity to go through that. So what's funny about this is people always tell me and Melissa to have a baby. We are completely fine with our family as it is. We are but done. We're done having kids. We are a complete <laughs> whole four. But we um, have watched our homegirl and homeboy's baby, Scotty and Dee's baby, and I totally forgot how much you cannot do, how much you are limited with a baby. So I came home from the gym today. Melissa was like putting her hand to like, be quiet. I just... <laughs> Put her she down. just went to sleep. Like, if you wake her up, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> so she kept the baby on her lap for like an hour and a half. I had to make sure she was good and sleep because your babies be taking cat naps. Right. Babies be taking these ha ha psych. I ain't sleep naps, <laughs> and I wasn't here for it. So Melissa, I was like, why don't you just try to move her? She was like, no, <laughs> because if I move her, she gonna wake up. And I said, well, if you hold her, you can't do nothing. And she said. <laughs> If I hold her and she's quiet, it's different than if I don't hold her and she's crying. <laughs> and I felt that I couldn't even help her because she didn't want to move. So that was, you know, she actually ended up being asleep for longer. But Melissa finally just moved her. It, hour and a half of productivity gone. Gone. Out the window. Couldn't cook. Couldn't clean. Couldn't do your hair. I nothing. You couldn't, couldn't do anything. Couldn't even change the channel. Because the remote was out of reach. The remote was on the TV stand, <laughs> and I was on the couch. So we watched Nick Jr. <laughs> for three hours. So, but when you have a baby, that's what takes over your life. Absolutely. So, in fairness, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. You didn't know that. So I wasn't taking into. I don't know what I thought. But mm -hmm. I just thought we'd just bring the baby everywhere. Is that a real? I mean, people tell you how hard it is, but you can't really like. And know. we lived in Washington, and it's rainy, and you don't want your kid. Out. And it's right. just a lot. Like carrying a baby in a car seat is a lot. And then just the idea of like trying to go to rehearsal, and this baby is crying. Like you just end up saying, you know what? And I don't it, pull out. And it wasn't completely necessary that you were there. No. You know, like I wanted you there, but what I mean by necessary, I mean you didn't have a job that could sure. not be filled. Now, no one ever did it as good as you, but that's beside the point. Your first job now became, let me take care of this child that I brought into the earth. Mm -hmm. And that was a thing. I was just like, man. And then also when the new stage manager would struggle, I'd be like, and if Lisa here, we wouldn't even have this problem. <laughs> so there was definitely that frustration. Later on, when we moved to LA, I think we were a little more um, used to being married to a planner. And it's funny that, I listened to you for my own selfish reasons, but it worked out. So I'm saying, let's, let's move to LA. I had all these plans. And Melissa um, 
said, well, what if this doesn't happen? That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. I'm like, don't matter. Don't matter. This is going to work out. But because I didn't want her, let her be able to say, I told you so. I took all her advice. Thanks be to God. I did because all the stuff I thought was going to work out did it. Didn't. And all the stuff that she had planned for worked out. So I think that was the first time where I feel like we did a good job mm-hmm. of being a dreamer and a planner. Uh, I feel planer. like I made that happen so you could see the value in that. I don't know that you would have been able, if everything always worked according mm. to Kevin's plan, yeah. there's no way you could say what Melissa does is it's, what Melissa says has value. Right. All she's ever doing is providing critiques and having a plan B because she thinks I'm going to fail. Right. And in the truth is it, this is so funny and I'm just, we're just taking our time with this podcast. I don't know if we'll do two. I've given up on my 30 minutes. Forget it. So it's funny about this plan thing and, and being in this together. I am a terrible driver. I get all type of tickets, speeding, red light, texting, driving. I got four three, red light, three or four. Three or four, four I got three or four traffic infractions in like three months. State of California mailed me a letter that was basically like, That's keep not on. That's a joke. That's actually real life. Keep on. We're going to take your license. One time I got a speeding ticket, red light ticket. Melissa found it in the mail. And she was like, I'm not going to pay this because he don't pay attention and he going to get his license suspended. Right. So later on, she just tells me, and you know what? She didn't do it. She told me. And I was like, why would you feel like that? Me getting my license suspended will teach me a lesson. It will, but it will also make your life harder because then you'll just have to take me places. She was like, you're right. That's I literally did not think about it like that, (laughs) but it is so true. And I think it the best analogy a lot of or yeah, the best analogy is that we often say that a wife, husband and wife are teammates and we're not like opposition each other. And a lot of times we think of each other as that. And when we do, we end up really hurting ourselves. Yes. We are offense and defense on the same team. Mm. We may play different positions, Mm. but it's equally valuable. And what I did not, I'll agree with you. I don't know if it was divine, but it's definitely true. No, I feel like I have my back. (laughs) Why God always got to be on your side and not mine. That time he was. But it really worked out for me to even be a dreamer, to have her to plan for whatever in case, because if, you know, in case it doesn't happen, you're good. And that's the thing. Like, and what I didn't take into account is if it didn't work in LA, it was going to be harmful for her too. So yes. she's not planning saying you're going to fail. She's like, if we don't got, cause the thing about it, at least in this case, when we moved to LA, we rented out our house and we weren't really in a position to go any, we couldn't go back to our house. No. Our parents lived on the other side of the United States in cities. We didn't want to live in. So we weren't really in a position to have a plan B. So it really needed to work. And luckily it did. So it was, it was my benefit to listen to her as well. Do you have any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Any pointers that you would give to a couple in hours similar? I would say to the dreamer, married to the planner. Don't take everything personal. Mm-hmm. Don't think they are out to get you. Don't think they think you want to fail. They are helping in their own way with what is something that they don't feel comfortable doing. And they also don't want to hold you back from, but they don't know how not to plan the same way. I don't know how not to dream. Mm -hmm. They don't know how not to plan and them going with you along with the dream and having the plan is their version of support. Absolutely. Amen. 
And what do you want to tell the person married to the dreamer? I want to tell the person married to the dreamer to present your plan and then pray <laughs> that God touches their heart, uh, the plan, the dreamer's heart <laughs> to accept and hear what it is you're saying. Oh, man. That's all you can do. Child, that's all you can do. <laughs> but when you are married to a dreamer, you get to go to Italy. And you get to go on cruises. Because Melissa, she knows she would never plan no vacation that included none of that. No, she I don't wouldn't. even want to see the world like that. It's my dream to see the world in all these different these ways. So um, we wouldn't both be not having a job right now if it wasn't for me. That's true. But we and we also wouldn't, wouldn't be in LA in if it wasn't for you. And we wouldn't have money in the bank if it wasn't for you. So we have, you know, it's that yin and yang. It is. That's why you work together. You know, I think it's hard for two dreamers to be married. Two planners to be married. I think two dreamers being married would be broke. And I think two planners would be bored. There you go. <laughs> All right. As we close, we should say closing remarks. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We will be back in your feed. Please check for us every single other Thursday. Even the planner in you is ashamed, to, or not ashamed, afraid to commit to that. I am. Well, the, the reason why I think it's, in the beginning, I think it'll be consistency. I'm consistency. I think it'll be consistent. Um, I'm afraid when you go on tour. I'm not going to be on tour on Tuesdays. I think if we get ahead now and we only have to have an hour and this podcast room is now set up, I think we'll be better off. Okay. So look for us every Tuesday. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Sorry, we film on Tuesdays. Yes. Uh, look for us in your feed every single Thursday on all platforms in which you can find a podcast. That in addition includes, to Facebook and YouTube. In addition to Facebook and, Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget to follow us on social media. I am at Miss Kev on stage on all platforms. He I'm is, at Kev on stage on all platforms except Cash App, Kev on Cash, if you want to send some my way. And if you want to support us, you can do so by liking and rating this podcast and um, buying merchandise, which is available at kevonstage.com, buying tickets to the shows, which is available at kevonstage.com, Love Hour in the summer, Real Comedians and Social Media in the winter and spring. And also, you can just hit share or tell a friend about this podcast. That is also very helpful and valuable. Put it in your stories, take pictures of it. All that type of stuff is really helpful. We appreciate it. Okay. Anything else? What happens this or phone? that with Kev and Liz. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. <laughs> 